Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. We watched our Carson Daly thing. Yeah, we did. And it didn't suck. Thank you, Romina and everyone at Carson Daly. Oh, Carson Daly. (laughs) Thanks, Carson Daly. We didn't get to meet you, but you seemed cool. Yeah, you seemed awesome. I like it when you said our name. And then, guys, Guys, we we bleeped. Oh, that Carson Daly saying my name. Oh, gives me the tingles. Yeah, that was a warm. That was a nice throwback to the to the childhood days. Oh, yeah. I used to watch TRL and eat a Stouffer's macaroni and cheese every day. Man, that guy got some good 90s pussy. <laughs> he did get some good <laughs> 90s pussy. Jesus. I feel like he's one of those people, though, who you would be like pleasantly surprised about. Like, I feel like we would meet him and then we would like him. Oh, yeah. I would think that. I've always thought that about him. And yeah. his current wife is... Uh, super smoking and they have a kid and it's so cute he's got like such a cute little existence oh i didn't even know he was married yeah i mean or maybe it's his girlfriend but i'm right. pretty sure they have a baby anyway she's super cute well, that's good he always gets cute girls i think he's probably a nice guy yeah well, that's great carson carson daly all right so we have a bunch of stuff to talk about today but first we're gonna try to be good podcast hosts and like tell us tell you where to find us and things like that yeah like you should follow us on twitter our duo twitter is sry about last nyt and uh, my personal one is Christina Hutch. So that's cool. That's the thing. <laughs> Mine's Philanthropy Gal. Uh, we're on Instagram at Sorry About Last Night. You can email us at Sorry About Last Night Show at gmail.com. And also, we never mentioned this like us on Facebook and please rate us on iTunes. Uh, and we still care about SoundCloud for people who yeah. are like, we don't care about SoundCloud. Oh, we love SoundCloud. SoundCloud's the Pepsi of sodas. No, yeah. it's still there, though. <laughs> Some people like it. Wait, I actually like Diet Pepsi <laughs> perhaps better more than Diet Coke. My roommate really? got me into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Pepsi tastes like pee. She got me like pee. Yeah, it really does. It really does in my head. Every time I taste it, every time I'm like, ugh, got to drink Pepsi now. Have you ever gotten <laughs> pee in your mouth? Mm, that would be a no. Yeah. It's what I would imagine pee to taste really? like. Yeah. Very sweet. Uh, yeah. And, I wouldn't imagine. And urine you can't describe an item it's by what i think by, yeah, by saying the item yeah whatever what does ketchup taste like that's oh, pretty ketchupy <laughs> oh boy all uh, right so tonight i'm gonna be in north carolina wilmington north carolina tonight friday may 1st uh at the dead crow comedy room at midnight you guys should come to that and also if you're around in wilmington north carolina tomorrow may 2nd at 9 30 i'm gonna be at the real cafe as part of the cape fear comedy festival so please come see me and say hi because i don't really know a lot of people that i'm going with <laughs> this is corinne uh tonight friday may 1st i'm in croton on hudson at memphis maze barbecue again it's probably better than it sounds uh then saturday may 2nd i'm at the dirty show at qed in queens really excited about that one and then sunday rounding off the weekend at the creek in the cave uh which is also in queens but like long island city not a story like the other show. Uh, that's going to be a real fun time. All right, let's get into it. You know we're going to talk about Bruce, this. Bruce, Bruce, the Bruce, Bruce Jenner interview. Holy goodness gracious! Good for you. Yeah, good Be for a you. Woman. You know what? I felt bad. The Andy inter- Andy Dick interview we did, uh-huh. and Andy went on this elaborate theory. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, yeah, totally. 
No, he was just, it's, it's the same thing that a lot of people who are transgender go through is this gender identity their whole life. And they don't say anything about it because it's, it's something that they don't think anybody's going to understand. And not all the people do understand it, which is okay. It's okay to understand something. Uh, right. But it's, uh, it, yeah, I felt bad. About oh, I didn't feel bad about it. I thought it was an interesting theory nonetheless. I mean, I didn't really think like Andy Dick in like <laughs> one fell swoop just like got to the bottom of the Oh, I gender. know, I know. Like he was, this was something he was obviously working on for decades. And I mean, you in the photographs, you see it in his face. Like something is happening to Bruce Jenner's face. Yeah. And what's happening is hormones and plastic surgery. It actually reminded me a lot of Michael Jackson. Just someone who's kind of unhappy with who they are, slowly trying to morph did into who he, they want to be. Did he purposely turn white yeah he got michael jackson got bleaching treatment after bleaching treatment he got his nose thinned out time after time to the point where he was like his nose was like borderline detachable yeah yeah so yeah no i I think it actually reminded me a lot of michael jackson who is someone who i think is deeply was deeply misunderstood and who i was always a big fan of Mm -hmm. yeah he was a good guy had some good songs got some good dance moves i like that uh I, i watched the interview i thought it was great i thought it was good that someone so fucking famous she's part of the most famous family i would say in the world right like that's why everyone knows about the armenian genocide it's fucking kim kardashian went over there to be like guys the armenian genocide's happening everyone's like oh wait that sucks right if you're gonna have that much fame and you're gonna and to do something that brave it's good it's a i'm glad that he came forward and i was and then i read everybody's reaction all the famous people reaction and uh they were really positive yeah i think overall most people reacted really well to it but i mean that goes in hand in hand with right now transgender is the new gay it's the new thing that we are confused by yeah need to understand and so there's this whole like swave of people coming out as transgender who might have formally been trying to identify as something else and i think it's and it also but i mean like bruce jenner as i'm so glad is explained in the in the interview as someone who was wildly famous before because my mom yeah. was always like corinne you don't understand like he's on the like, ladies box. like Bruce Jenner was Bruce Jenner like in his own right like with without all this he kind of got washed into this Kardashian thing which is he's so much more than that and I think it's so interesting because it's obviously like he was doing superhuman things and like and I'm like oh he was doing superhuman things because he had all this like feelings and emotions like trapped inside so like exploded in kind of this wonderful way Mm -hmm. and he was this amazing superhuman athlete Mm -hmm. but really sad on the inside you know that's great mm-hmm. um they go over a lot of i think there are a lot of interesting uh parts to that interview i think it was sad it was my only thing it felt it felt a little bit like prepared and it, sometimes like i felt like he was like almost like manic and like yeah because he was fucking nervous yeah well he was no, horrified i that's know why it was manic it, he was manic i don't know it was it was just i i always I don't know. I, 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 I am a big fan. I always was fine with him. I always thought people just like leave people alone. Jesus That's Christ. because people have this fear if they don't understand something. But right. it's okay to not understand. I don't understand what it's like to be born one gender and think that I actually should be another. I don't know what that's like. I'm That confuses the shit out of me. Right. But that's okay. It doesn't mean you got to go say mean shit no and i think we definitely i mean i'm 100 percent in support of bruce jenner but i also think on the flip side you like you're saying you can't get mad at other people for not understanding or expect everyone to just be on your side and love you unconditionally it's oh, a yeah. very complicated and weird thing to understand yeah 
it's just it's it's weird and I don't, that weird is not a negative word it's just something totally different different from what everybody is from used to. the norm yeah. and that is and you know people are like oh well everything's no everything is not the norm okay <laughs> i mean i could just see some like 80 year old lady in kansas who's lived there all her life now yeah. left, left her town flipping on abc comes over the interview yeah. what the hell he doing i don't get that at all yeah well it's okay that you don't get it i don't yeah. really get it either but let everybody be themselves. There's a lot of things I don't get. And I, th- and I think just for anyone who didn't uh, see it, they there was a lot of talk about the difference between gender and sexual desire. That was interesting. Gender identity and sexuality. And they basically explained it. Sexuality and sexual desire is who turns you on, who you go to bed with. And gender identity is your soul, who you are inside, and who you go to bed as. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really great point. Um, they also talk about the difference between cross-dressing uh, and transgender and how they're not necessarily the same. I mean, I think Eddie Izzard, the comedian, is mm-hmm. a great example of that. He is just a guy who likes to wear women's clothing. Yeah. And it's that's all it is. And it's becoming a more... Uh, out. It's becoming an idea that's put in front of us a little, little tiny bit more. Like, I was actually on the subway today going coming home from work to come here, and there was a Manhattan mini storage ad, and the copy of the ad read, I like my wife and kids, but I love my storage unit. And it was a guy in full drag in a storage unit, like, with a van mirror i'm like that's fucking awesome yeah that's i just that made me happy and i mean cross-dressing that goes back i mean some like it hot like this is something we've been exploring for a long time and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people have cross-dressed dresses are fun i get it yeah i totally get it not just like i've i wear pants yeah i've crossed (laughs) i I played nicely nicely in uh guys and dolls that's a man's role i cross-dressed it was fun and it was fucking so comfortable and uh they also in the interview you talk about the bible because Bruce Jenner's super religious. That part was a little weird. Well, here's a the thing. Weird. I don't like the the reason why I hate when people quote the Bible to support their viewpoints is because there are so many things that the Bible says that no one follows. Like we shouldn't be eating hooved animals. We shouldn't. T- there's so many. I actually Google like I compiled a list of all of them. And I'm not gonna take the time to read them. But basically, there's so much shit in the Bible right. that if you're gonna follow one thing and make that your reasoning for for thinking that way, right. then fucking follow all of it. Well, I mean, I mean, like I don't. Th- I mean, even no re- one's gonna do that even most religious people kind of agree that the bible's bullshit so there's that thank god and it also talks about yeah because you know they were like in the bible it tells you not to dress as the opposite sex but that's just proof as they say that like you're not going to make a rule against something unless it was happening right so obviously as far back as biblical times this was happening is our toga's dresses um, they're definitely dressed. I mean, the old, pe- people used to dress a lot more feminine. I mean, think about like Renaissance with like oh, yeah. ruffles. Well, the man, and- the men wore heels and did their hair did. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. I really like that Kanye West, who is one of my favorite rappers of all time, like him and Kendrick Lamar, are my f- two favorite rappers. And uh, I was really su- delighted that he was the one. This is what he said to Kim and Bruce quotes in the interview. Uh, I can be married to the most beautiful woman in the world. And I am. I can have the most beautiful little daughter in the world. And I have that. But I'm but I'm nothing if I can't be me. If I can't be true to myself, they don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm so glad Kanye publicly said that. Or it was made public that he said that. Yeah, well, Kanye. Kanye, no matter like him or don't like him, I he, love him. he he he's a trailblazer. He's a hard worker, and he's someone who's always kind of uh, danced to the beat of his own drummer. And I think that's very important, and that's why he is so famous and so he's such a unique talent. Oh, I love how cocky he is. It's not even cocky; it's just so fucking confident in everything he does. If you're great, you're great. You know, yeah. why not admit it? 
Um, and then also, I mean, we get into the suicide. Obviously, that's been a huge problem uh, lately with uh, transgender people committing suicide. Anytime a group is misunderstood, of course, this is going to be a huge thing. Um but my the most interesting part of the suicide rate was people who, uh, after they went through all the physical changes, were still commi- uh, committing suicide. So post-operation. Yeah. And I was, was talking about uh, with our friend Adam Bush uh, from Common Rotation. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. God. Just just fucking listen to it. Yeah. That's that's nice. They want to hear, hear, yeah, the, yeah, hear yeah. the music. Um, and we were talking about it. And I think it's it really summed up nicely. When you change your outer appearance and you think this is going to be uh, something that helps you and this is going to be what you were looking for and then you're still not happy, then then it's like, well, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, the one your one hope such a drastic thing. Mm hmm. And then if that's not working, yeah, that's that's a bummer. Yeah. And it sounds really trite, but it's like it's what's on the inside that matters. uh, There's a quote from again from the interview. There's so much good content in this interview. So please watch it. It's on Hulu Plus. I mean, you can get a free trial for a week. That's what I did. Uh, And it says these people are just people. If they were wonderful people before, they'll be wonderful people after. And I think that summed it up really nicely. It goes back to the same thing that we talk about week in, week out on the podcast. Uh, And I think it's that that the biggest disservice that you can do to yourself and those around you is to be anything but yourself. Mm -hmm. While I completely support Bruce Jenner in this transition period, it honestly makes me sad that he lived so long. And he just, he brought so many people into the, into this whole thing, just keeping to trying when, when all along he knew who he was. And I mean, yeah, like, this wasn't really as much of a thing as it is now being a transgender person. This is something that's that, you know, uh, medically and just socially we're getting used to, but just overall note to everybody, no matter who you are, if you feel like you are something inside, honestly, fuck everybody around you. If they don't understand who you, you understand who you are and don't like question that, you know who you are. You yeah, live with yourself. Set yourself free and have fun with life by arming yourself with the, with def- stand up for yourself and what you believe in you guys yeah bruce jenner should have been serious living as quote her this entire time and uh, you know all the fame and the money and the uh, awards uh aside i'm sure he would have just been much happier being kind of a normal everyday gal yeah lady yeah so i don't know that's that i mean that's the main message that i took from that interview. Yeah, it was good. It, it was, was nice. Good. It was nice to see such a fucking touchy subject talked about so publicly. Yeah. And it thank was, God. And it was progressive. And I think Diane Sawyer did a wonderful job. Yeah. Her questions were really good because she was like, wait, what? What do you do? You, do you have sex with girl? What are you a lesbian? What? She asked questions that everyone wants to know. So yeah. if you're going to do an interview, ask those fucking questions. Yeah. As a normal American, like good. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. I like it. It was really good. It's okay to be curious because in asking questions, that's how we're all going to learn. And the more you learn, the more knowledge you get, then the quicker the acceptance will come. Yes. I urge you all to act with more empathy in your lives. Yeah. Delilah. Just kidding. Um, Okay. So our guest this week Mm. is a very special man. (laughs) We have to describe him before we go into this. Did he say how old he was? 
Um, I know how old he is. I don't know if he wants that discussed. Oh, okay. But he's, I mean, he's older. I mean, you could tell. Him, I call him my my New York City grandpa. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He did healing work on me after our interview. And I got to say, holy shit, I feel like a brand new woman. Yeah. It's amazing. And we'll talk about that later. So you'll know, kind of know what that means more. He's a staple in the comedy scene. New York and L.A., bi-coastal, the, the American comedy scene. It's been quoted a lot of times. If you don't know who Jeffrey Gurian is, you are not a comedian. Yeah. Uh, Everyone knows them from Sarah Silverman to Jerry Seinfeld to uh, other comedians that you might know. So he invited (laughs) us into his home, which I'm so excited that he gave us a tour of. And I got to see because it was exactly what I expected. Yeah, there was absolutely no other place to do this interview except for in his home. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's an amazing man. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey Jeffrey Gurian. Mr. Jeffrey Gurian. He is a comedy legend. You Hello, are. Jeffrey. Hi, girls. How, how you doing? <laughs> so good. I, that was great. That was like we were on a radio show. Much more professional than we ever do. <laughs> Your home is amazing, and it's exactly what I thought it would be. Really? Well, I, I take that as a compliment. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a unique home. Well, I, I specifically, we usually don't travel to guests' homes, but I told Christina, I was like, the the podcast will only be right if we are doing it from, from your here? apartment. Yeah. Well, you know me because you've been here so many times. So I do it's know. Cool. And I, that and sounds I really like we were just it. having a lot of sex. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I, you, have I, you guys I, ever had sex? No. We were always so. <laughs> we, were near. We, we were just so. Fr- such close friends. It was just great. Yeah. How did you guys meet? I answered a Craigslist ad for just a comedy writer who was looking for like an assistant to help him with his social social media. media. And I was like, oh, this is something I could do. Yeah, you're really good at social media. She was so good. Yeah. I answered and then I met Jeffrey and the rest, as they say, is history. Is herstory. Herstory. (laughs) The day that changed my life. Oh, wow. Really? Really? No, because Corinne was so wonderful. It was yeah. so and it she was always really great good to at spend social time media. with her. No, she was she was so dedicated and she yeah. really she would just sit for hours and just focus on stuff that she had to do and that she wanted to do and she was great. It was always a, like a, a wonderful time to be with you, really. Oh, thank always. you. Oh, you're the nicest. And I've said that to her, but it's nice for other people to hear it yeah. too. Yeah. We would have exchanged Christmas guests. Have you ever yeah. said anything mean about anybody? I feel like you haven't. <laughs> You're one of the nicest I try humans. And, well, that's kind of you. I try and avoid that stuff because there's too much negativity in the world. Yeah. I mean, we're surrounded by it all the time, and especially in the comedy business. Something that I talk oh, yeah. about a lot, people feel the need to put each other down. Guys do that all the time to each other. I don't participate. Chicks do it too. Yeah, well, I'm sure they do, but I don't like to participate in that. It's not fun for me. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, it's my not, favorite thing about you is anytime you blog or about comedy or review comedy, it's always 100% positive, which <laughs> oh, is so unlike anything else that you read. Yeah, it's like a breath, breath of fresh air to read because you're like, oh, you're not shitting on everybody? This is so weird. You know, no one should. I, You know, I hate critics. I don't consider myself a critic and I don't really review shows. I talk about what right. happened during the show. Show. Right. But because as a performer myself, I respect everybody that goes on stage. It's such a fucking hard thing to do to yeah. go on stage. Mm-hmm. You put your life on the line when you do that. Who am I to 
I mean, if somebody and has a bad subjective set, too. Yeah, you know, but sometimes people have a bad set. I would never write that. It right. just wouldn't occur to me. If if I don't like what someone does, I don't write about them. Right. I just don't write. If I don't like what they're talking about or if I think they're particularly mean-spirited or something, I just ignore it. I don't put it in my column. Yeah, I think so, that's a good tactic. Actually, Andy Warhol, when he was directing his films, that was a tactic he used. The people who were doing a great job, he would give them positive reinforcement. And the people who were doing a bad job, he just wouldn't say just anything. Didn't say anything. Yeah, so, so if Andy was mute to you, you yeah. knew that you were it's kind a of powerful, a piece of shit. It's, I think that's more powerful than just spewing negativity. Yeah, I, I don't agree. want to put that out to the universe. Mm-hmm. It's something, it's a car thing you bring in what you put out and yeah. I really believe in that absolutely so when I go around I just want to you know look I'm a kid really I just want to play yeah that's all I've ever wanted to do I want people to get together and have fun and play and once you start putting that out it creates a weird vibe between people and I want to be able to walk into any comedy club and feel at home which I do yeah I don't have to avoid that. anybody and everyone knows you know? who you are and is delighted to see your face well thank you and I like to feel that I'm comfortable in places and if I started doing that I mean, I have opinions about stuff and I've seen plenty of stuff that I don't like Mm -hmm. or that I don't like what people said, but I keep it to myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's It's not important to put it out there. I agree. There's this thing, you know, does it have to be said? Does it have to be said by me? And does it have to be said right now? Mm-hmm. You know, so I check myself. Right. And I just, you know, I, I censor what I do. I try to just limit myself to putting positive energy out to the universe. Oh, my God. I did the That's same my thing. Goal. That's my goal. And you live in a killer <laughs> pad. So clearly it's working. Now, Thank you are you. you're kind of like you you're you're a little bit Benjamin Franklin in that you wear many hats. Right. You kind of look like Benjamin Franklin a little bit. <laughs> many scarves. If, if many, had, scarves many scarves. Yes. Not just many hats. Ben in the 80s because of the hair, 80s, your hair. Right. No. Yeah. So I, I try to always remind. Oh, so there's a lot of things. So you're you are a dentist, a comedy writer, a comedian, a healer, uh, a blogger. What else? What other titles do you have? A producer, a producer, a director, director, an author. <laughs> author. Yeah, a lot of hyphens. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of hyphens in my name. Yeah, just. I don't know how that happened. Right. I just did. Yeah, you just, you just, just did. Yeah, I went to school for too many years. I have a lot of interests and I try and indulge them all. Yeah. No, I think the one for this particular podcast, what we're most interested in, I know you talk mostly about comedy. And while we do have a lot of comedians on, we talk about sex. Yeah. So as far as your healing goes, do you do like sexual healing? There is such a thing as right. sexual healing. Are, so I heard a song about it. That song, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's a reason that they sang that song. And it's a very powerful concept. And it's something probably that people need all over the world. Uh, I wrote a, I wrote a cover story for Penthouse, and it was about sexuality and spirituality. Right. Ooh. And about the possibility of finding God through sex, which a lot of people don't want to talk about. But it's it, to me, it was fascinating. I, I met Nick Guccione, Bob's son. We got to be friendly, and I pitched them this idea. I said, you know, your whole magazine is objectifying beautiful women. How about yeah. doing something? <laughs> Agreed. How, but, so how about doing something that honors women? Uh-huh. Good uh, that, for you. That, that honors the power of women because women, you know, were goddesses. They still are. But there was a time when it was official that there were temples built in the honor of women. Women, people prayed to the goddess of their choice. Mm-hmm. And there were women who were at the temple who would join with the men. Men would come to the temples to pray to the goddess of their choice. And there were women there who would have sex with the men who would join with them to take them to meet the goddess. But they would have sex first? They would have, well, that's how they would meet the goddess. Oh, by having sex. Through ecstasy, when you're in the seventh chakra, 
The seventh chakra is ecstasy, and oh. that's a state is of that perfection. The one? Where is that? It's a state of orgasm. <laughs> Isn't the top it? of your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah, it feels like it's down there, but it's yeah. really on the top of your head. <laughs> it feels like it's in my crotch, but uh, he points yeah, it but, to her but, vagina. But it, yes, I did, but gingerly. <laughs> yes, very delicately. It wasn't I aggressive to at all. It. It wasn't we all feel comfortable. What the hell? Yeah, I just, I gotta a, go. It was kind of just a, yeah, a casual point. And I looked the other way when I did it. I didn't even look at her vagina. Sorry, Jeffrey. Look at my vagina. Are the cops listening? I was glancing the other. Way. Is this place bugged or anything? Uh, or, no. uh, not unless you put something when I was <laughs> well, in the other room. Just this. No, no. Well, I do so, have a. Well, go ahead, go ahead, because I so have a question about what this I was stuff. saying. So, some of the women that did this work were well. Some of them were married. They were considered high priestesses. They weren't considered prostitutes, and it was an honor. <gasps> what a to better do that title! Kind of work. <laughs> yeah, they were high priestesses, and and so. When organized religion came into being, and one of the reasons that I think that your show is so great, the whole anti-slut-shaming thing, is when, when organized religion came into being, women were, they were burdened with the shame of sex. Because unless you're a rapist, it's up to women when you have sex, oh, right? Good, good point. Is that, <laughs> is that why, why were they all of a sudden burdened when they were getting treated because, totally opposite? Because if you could find God through sex, you wouldn't have to go to church. Oh, you know, it, it's competition. I just want bodies it, in the room. It's, you know, it's, yeah. the, it's you know. In my article, I wrote this. It's the reason why all over the world, when people are coming, they say, "Oh my God, it's not an accident." No one teaches people that in every country oh, all over the world. You, I, oh my God, I oh do my God. say that. I Everybody say that, and I say, says, fuck. "Oh my God, yeah, fuck. right, f- yeah, right." But a lot of people say, or, "Oh my wow, God," wow. because you realize, "Auga," <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's that's an unusual. You know, sound. everybody's got their own <laughs> little orgasm they, yell. They do exactly, and so <laughs> and so um, when you're when you're in that place. You're in a state of perfection. You're not thinking about your taxes or your rent or anything else you have to do. You're clear. You're floating. Yeah, right? it does and, feel that and way. So, and so there's a concept that you can find God in that space. Hmm. And the church was very against anything, any other way of finding God except through the church was not allowed. So women were burdened with the with the guilt of sexuality. And they've been carrying it for 2,000 years. Wow. And that's why it's so wonderful what you guys do, because women are supposed to be allowed to cop to the fact that they want to have sex too. And right. It's not just guys talking them into it. Right. Because I remember, like, you know, there was a time in this country, the whole seduction thing you had to get girls drunk and they had to make believe <laughs> old bill cosby move yeah <laughs> well they had to make believe that they didn't know what they were doing so right and the next day you could never in order talk to feel about better it. about it right you could well, never I say didn't know. Oh, it was the what happened right exactly you could never say hey last night was great you were you amazing had you had to make believe it didn't happen so oh, that sounds awful which was fucked up so what that meant like on a subconscious level, women had to feel like they did something that they didn't really want to do. And guys, you know, guys are always trying to look cool. They're trying to, you know, high five each other, tell each other what they did with girls, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, the underlying thing is they had to carry this feeling of guilt that they made somebody do something that they didn't really want to do, which weighs on you. On the guy. On the guy. So it's not does a healthy it? situation. <laughs> yeah, well, it does. They won't cop to it. Because if they're high-fiving each other. They're, yeah, because they're they lame. Feeling... Because they're lame. Because yeah. most guys have no game and they grow up, you know, thinking that we're just supposed to, like, cross off how many girls we're with and yeah. stuff like that. Tally right. them up and show them off. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, even as a kid, I was never into talking about shit like that. It never occurred to me. Like to, with to, other to, guys. To other like, guys. Yeah, I yeah. got pussy. Yeah. To, yeah, I could never do that. It wasn't. 
It didn't seem interesting to me. When did you learn all of this stuff about sex? Like, what was your what was your early experience with sex? How was it introduced to your life? Uh, How was it talked to, about? Was it explained to you? No, it was never explained by my parents. No, absolutely not. No <laughs> one ever discussed anything like that. It was like when I was 16, I was in college already. The first what? girl that I was with, yeah, I skipped a couple of years. And so I wound smart. up in college when I was 16. And I was like with this chick. And she was like 18, <laughs> and she had her own apartment, which was crazy. Ooh, Hell yeah. Oh, that's what a yeah, win. Yeah, because that's yeah, where you that doesn't. Well, that doesn't, it didn't happen in those days, but it happened. She was an artist, <laughs> and wow. I went to her house, and it was like uh, a Woody Allen movie. I remember we're sitting on these big pillows and trying to get high, you know, um, and I kept losing my balance and falling off the pillow, <laughs> trying to look cool. I couldn't balance <laughs> on the pillow. pillow. Yeah, it was weird because there was these big like Indian They're kind high. of pillows on the floor. <laughs> oh. And so then so then we're like doing this. Thing, and I'm so nervous. My parents are away for the weekend and my grandmother is babysitting for me. And I'm like a, a an infant. I'm 16, but I'm like an infant. Yeah, I've never you're been a kid. With a girl. You don't know, you don't know anything. And, and, and she's 18 and I'm 16. And I'm thinking this is like fucking amazing. Yeah. And so like we're doing this thing and I'm actually, you know, I'm on top of her, right? And all of a sudden I feel something scratching me and I think it's her nails and it's her fucking cat. Her what? cat her cat started attacking me. <laughs> Well, I'm having doing sex to my with mommy? Her, and I'm trying to keep my rhythm and I'm going like this to get the cat off me and the cat is like scratching me and I'm saying this is fucking embarrassing because oh I'm trying no. to do this chick my first time and there's a cat there's a cat on my back like fucking digging in like what? you know and then to make it worse after it's all done I, the cat chokes on my condom and almost dies <laughs> Can you believe that? That's fucking ridiculous, right? Yeah. The cat, the cat, I must have thrown it on the floor. I don't know what happened. And the cat, and all of a sudden the cat, and the chick is like freaking that her cat is dying. You know? Mm. And my friends are like, the next day, like, what happened? I'm like, I killed her pussy. (laughs) I almost killed her pussy. And that was was, the beginning of your comedy career. (laughs) It was insane. It was. Did you know you were going over to have sex? Did you know you were going to have sex? I don't know what was going to happen. No, no one says that. I, I so was you hoping. went over assuming was, you had protection. I was so sick afterwards. I had like I felt ill. Why? I felt physically. I was so nervous. I think. Oh yeah. Know? Really, I felt like physically ill when I went home, and then I, I had to go home. My grandmother was there, oh, which shit. is so ridiculous. I mean, it what'd was, you do, Jeffrey? Well, it wouldn't have changed if my parents were there. It's not like it would have shared with them right. what happened, you know. But it's like it was the most bizarre story to have Did a the... cat attacking me. It would make a great scene in a film. I was gonna say that is like. Now was that was the condom like like you was was used right? It must have been. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I I assume you just took it off. Well, you don't necessarily finish when you just because you had sex doesn't mean you finish. That's true. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily, especially your first time. That makes sense. I don't remember the other things that we did. I'm sure that I. that I achieved orgasm. Should we Good say for that you. Way? I'm sure that That's I reached the seventh chakra. That does happen if you're not careful. That could happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it like, sounds so classy when Jeffrey says it. it. I achieved orgasm. <laughs> I, no one's ever said I, it. No that, one has said that on your that show. No one I'm said sure. that. I know, Was it like, like a, once you got it in, you couldn't stop? Can't stop, won't stop? I I just remember it being surreal. I think I couldn't believe that it was happening while it was happening. Like some girl is actually letting me do this. What What was 16-year-old Jeffrey like? Yeah. Did you, was your hair... I used to wear an you ascot see? to fucking high school. Can you believe that? I thought I, I think I thought I was Cary Grant. I can oh, fucking believe that. A silk <laughs> ascot, like to high school. Of course I was, you did. I didn't fit in, of course. I was like, you but, don't say. You, you know, but it was weird. I was voted one of 
in high school, I don't know if they still do this. They have these like uh, senior celebrities, they call them. I was most unique, yeah. Were you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, like the so, awards? Uh, yeah, and I was most talented because the most popular was taken and most this, whatever <laughs> it was. And they're like, I played the piano, so I got most talented. Okay. You know? And so, so I fit in in some ways, but I never knew it. Because I was two years younger than everybody else, so I never really felt part oh, of. Oh yeah, and when you're that young, that's a big age difference. Yeah, and it was very yeah, it was really weird for me. And you know, I didn't realize till many years later. Like I went to a high school reunion after many many years, and when it came time to sit down for dinner, it was like everyone went back to fucking high school. It was like who's gonna sit with who? <laughs> oh, and God. it was like you know, in the cafeteria, all the cliques, and there was the supposed like cool kids. You know, they were and still so, together. They were still together. <laughs> wow. And so what I did was I went to a table and I sat down all by myself because I'm like, I'm not engaging in that bullshit. <laughs> so I went to a table and I sat by myself. And do you know that Bring every one of those cool kids came to my fucking table wow. to join me? And I was thinking to myself, if I only knew this in high school, I would have had such a more, much more comfortable time. Yeah. Yeah. Because who the fuck fits in in high school? Nobody. Fits Nobody. In. And it and it sucks. It, it, can, it can eat at you because that's I, the only completely. thing that, that matters. You don't pay bills yet. You don't have you don't. <laughs> have major responsibilities well, those are your formative years yeah and so the way you think about yourself then is the way you think about yourself for the rest of your life hmm. even if you change i was gonna say i've got more self-confident like i've learned to really like myself a lot more since high school because i got bullied and i believed what i was told from the meanies well we all do so that's how we form our self-image by by remarks from strangers Mm-hmm. We take that in because when people say nice things to you, it doesn't really register. It's when people <laughs> yeah. say fucked up things and bullies e- and stuff e- like that. It eats away at you. It eats away at you and you hold on to it. And I call them heart wounds. So when I do healing work, one of the things that you want to do is release the heart wounds that we accumulate from the time we're kids. Mm. Every time someone ever hurt your feelings or lied to you or cheated on you or broke a promise to you, we, we keep that inside of Ooh. us. How do you get it, it out? I got a lot of those. Of us. You do, well, it's about thought. You know, mm. a lot of it's about changing your thoughts, mm-hmm. building up your confidence. It's a process. It's not a one time thing. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that I always talk about, I was I was a very severe stutterer. I was a very oh, nervous oh, kid. You had a mm-hmm. And I was yeah, until I was in my twenties, I stuttered really bad. Couldn't even say my name. That makes the cat oh. story so much better. Which is amazing. Well, yeah. Jeffrey, what's wrong? <laughs> n- 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 nothing. Nothing. You're, 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 I know. Your cat. Isn't, isn't that fucked up? I know. Oh. That's how I used to speak. Or I would block. And I remember in high school, like they would call on me. And I one time oh. I stood up and nothing came out at all. And I just turned red. And I just fucking stood there and then I sat down and it was so humiliating. And so I vowed to myself that I wasn't going to go through the rest of my life as a stutterer. And I developed a cure for stuttering and I worked on myself. And I learned how to change a thought that I was holding a a very negative impression about myself because of what other people told me or what I interpreted them feeling about me. Yeah. And I, I took a negative thing and turned it into a positive. I took I took what must have been uh, an inferiority complex mm-hmm. and turned it into a superiority complex, not to feel better than other people, but just to feel even. Right. Just to, to feel, feel like good I could with show yourself. Up yeah, because you're so well spoken now. So it's like you went like, woof. I went the other way. Yeah. And, and But you know what? When I'm on radio or TV or anything like that, I'm always listening to my voice. Right now, when I'm talking to you, I'm very aware of my voice. Mm-hmm. I had to learn to control it. And one of the things that I do is I work with stutterers. 
and mm-hmm. I teach them how not to stutter, which has nothing to do with sex. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry no, that we no, got off on that. No, but this is really that. interesting. But, like, but, but it's about... But it has it's to about, do with like who you are as well, a person exactly, sitting exactly. in and yeah. other people's Which really does have to do with sex because everything has to do with everything sex. Come back, come everything comes back to it. That's the great thing about, that's the, the great thing about this podcast. That's the secret. Everything has to everything. do with It really does. The whole world is about sex. And until people grasp that, they're living in a fucking fantasy because that's everything... It's it's just what everything's about. Mm-hmm. When girls like make believe that it's not, they're not in reality. You know, they'll dress really sexy or something like that, and they'll, and they'll wear like a see through top and be like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" Oh yeah, <laughs> you know why I mean? are you looking at me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's just so it's important for people to cop to the fact. One of the things that I wrote in the article was that as a society, we're obsessed with sex and we hate ourselves for it. That's true. We don't want to cop to it. Everything, you know, when they say sex sells, every magazine cover is, oh a, is, a, is a girl hardly wearing any clothes. Every mm-hmm. advertisement, there's something sexual yeah, in it. Yeah, you just put something on a tit and it'll sell. Exactly. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, right. Scotch tape, Whatever put it, it on is. a tit, hang it off a nipple. <laughs> Which yep. is so funny that you said that because there was a thing in strip clubs at, at one time. I don't know if it still is because I haven't been there in a long time. I've been to many recently, so well, I'll let you know. I did some films for Playboy and... When I did them, I had to get a letter from Playboy. As in you were in them or you directed them? I wrote them and I directed them and, and I produced started. them. I was, I was and, I, and, I, and I did the casting for them. Okay, and I, and I that must have in, been fun. It was very fun. But I had to go to the strip clubs to find girls to be in the films. Mm-hmm. And I brought in Richard Belzer and Gilbert Gottfried and Pat Cooper. They were all in these films. It was, wow. Very happy to be here. That was like 15 cool. minutes in until we dropped comedy names, Jeffrey. I'm really proud That's, of you. Well, yeah. No, it was very, yeah, I, I know. Because you know me. I'm always talking about <laughs> comedy names. But... Um, I had to go to the strip clubs and Playboy gave me a letter to use as a letter of introduction because every dick in the world goes to a strip club and says, oh, I'm casting for something. Of course. Right? I mean, <laughs> every will be schmuck. my movie. Got yeah, pretty exactly. Mouth. Yeah, exactly. So I couldn't get those words out of my mouth. I go, you got to give me a letter because I'm not walking into a strip club telling people that I'm auditioning people. Right. Like a dick. So... Um, by doing that, I wound up being friends with everybody in the topless business. I, I had the run of all the clubs. I was one of the few guys ever. Scores let me pull my car up right outside the club, and girls would get into my car when they got off, and we just what? Hang out. Wow! Yeah, nobody does that at VIP club. I mean, I've been to um, the president, the presidential club, the or president's something. room, president's scores. room, yeah, yeah the, um, the private rooms. That doesn't happen. And all the girls, a lot of the girls, New York City strip clubs. I've noticed a lot of the girls are intoxicated, and it's not. It's not it's very, fun. It's a different scene than but it used to be. But small town strip clubs, I, I usually find are really fun because the girls are like really having a good time and they have cute personalities and they're just they're having fun. <laughs> And when, they're hot. <laughs> they're totally hot. When you know, when strip clubs were new, people are tired of them. I mean, they've been around a long time. But this is in the '90s, you know, when they were kind of new, and the girls were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It, it, now it's like it, I think it's anybody who's willing to take off their top could work Can do in a strip it. club. Yeah, right. You know, but yes. in those days there were real standards. <laughs> girls came in from Texas and California, and they'd spend two days, two days in New York, uh, two weeks, and then they'd fly back for two weeks. What decade so anyway, is this? In the 90s. Oh, okay. That's not that far away. It was like when strip clubs were were really starting out and were very big. Scores had like a basketball court in there. What? You go in, it was connected to the Vertical Club. There was a club on 61st Street. Well, Scores East closed, you know. Yeah, I knew that. You, you know no, that. I don't know. Yeah, that. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but anyway, obviously. Yeah, I mean, those were crazy times. Wait, when the girls would go into your car, where would you go? Here. To your apartment? Of course. Did you have orgies? Not really orgies. What'd once, you do? Once 
The best night of my oh, life. Three, shit. three girls came over. That was the only time I've ever been with three girls. And how did that work out? It worked out nice. You weren't overwhelmed? Nice. I was surprised because one girl <laughs> was supposed to come and she said, I hope you don't mind. I brought two friends. And one of them was one that I really was very attracted to. I had been seeing her in the club. And, you know, if you want to hang out with girls who dance, you can't be a customer. Cause, totally. Because they, then they look at you like a customer. Right. So I would go and hang out and I'd meet them on a personal level, you know, and that was a crazy night. When she showed up, I, I was not annoyed. And it was in this apartment that we are yeah, sitting in, in right in now. In this apartment oh, that this we're in right awesome. now. What yeah. is a crazy night for Jeffrey Gurin involved? Three girls. Three <laughs> that girls. Was, that I mean, was the most that had ever happened. Is there drugs? Is there alcohol? Because no, you no, have alcohol no. here, but I don't think I've ever even seen you have a drink in all the time I've known you. I don't drink. It interferes with my energy. Yeah, I don't, I don't do any substances. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Nothing yeah. at all. <laughs> I have it here. I have it here for people because I think you should be a good host. Uh-huh. And you should have whatever people want. But I don't, you know. That's why the strippers love you. Yeah, well. You're so nice and kind and you got everything. You know what? I love aesthetics. Beauty is an interesting thing. It's a very strong power. You yeah. know? And I've been working on a project for many years and it's called The Power of Beauty, A Gift or a Curse. Uh-huh. How it can work for you or against you in your life. And I'm sure both of you have stories that you could tell. Yeah. Because women have very strong power. And, you know. People handle it in different ways. A lot of girls will hate you just for mm -hmm. showing up, just because you guys look good. Mm -hmm. You know, women are fucked up in one way and men are fucked up in a whole other way. Oh, yeah. So women will hate you because for no reason at all, just right. because you're pretty and you look good. Yeah. Right. And guys will be angry at you because they can't have you. Mm -hmm. That's why that's, Ugh, that's we always talk about. That's why of slut that's where the word slut. That's when the word slut viciously gets thrown around mm -hmm. is when a guy calls you a slut. It's because he can't fuck you. Because he can't. And when fuck a girl exactly. calls you a slut, it's because she's jealous. Exactly. Those are the only two reasons only two to maliciously right. use the word slut. Exactly. Yeah. Instead, exactly. like, oh, you see your best friend now. Hey, slut. Like, that's totally different. Yeah, but those are the fun. only two reasons. And, and, and it's interesting how fucked up men and women are in their own ways. Like guys will come up and they'll be like something. They'll say something like, uh, oh, you're always with a beautiful girl. Now, how do they know who the girl is that I'm with? What if that's my wife? That's a very backhanded way of complimenting the girl that you're with without oh, really I see. saying. That's not a compliment to anybody. First of all, I don't fucking need you to tell me that the girl that I'm with looks good. So they say that in front of her? Yeah. Oh, that's, you walk in I, with a girl and they'll Because like, hey. I do think that about you. You are always with a beautiful girl. But well, not in okay. a negative way. It's also a way to make the girl that you're with feel bad like you're it running around. I would never, exactly. I would never. It's a real life thing to do. It's well, a to say that in front of her, that's just do. rude. It's rude. Yeah. It's fucking rude. And what am I supposed to say? Oh, thank you. As if she's some possession of mine. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a fucking. That's why the fucking strippers thinking. love you, because you're not a misogynist Well, I respect person. strippers. I respect all women, but especially... So that's a hard fucking thing to do, mm -hmm. to go out on stage completely naked. I mean, that's why I gave you such props for the naked show. Oh, that's right. Oh, you were you, oh, you were there. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey saw me naked. I gave her props, too, because I can't... I don't Look, have the balls to do that. It's amazing to be able to do that. Wait, it's did, really you, amazing did you actually to... see me perform, or did you leave because you said it was too crowded? No, I was on a chair. I saw you perform. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was... Wow, what do you think? Room. We're, it was we're crazy. so, we're so I close. Thought, I thought I thought it was amazing. I really thought, you know. And I was with Caitlin Bailey the other night, mm -hmm. and she talks a lot about her past. Mm -hmm. yes. Are you aware of her past? Oh yes. Well, I guess she's pretty open about it. That she said she was a high end escort, and mm -hmm. I'm like, that's amazing. I mean, yeah. I think everybody wants to experience what that power is like, whether you do it for a week or a month or whoever. Like, I had a friend, a gorgeous Asian girl, who begged me to get her a job 
at one of the strip clubs. She said she just wanted to experience what it was like. Mm -hmm. And she had money. She didn't do it because she needed money. She was like a rich chick. Yeah. And I said to her, I'm, I don't. I don't even know if you could dance. I don't want to embarrass myself. I'm going to bring you into the club. She goes, I can dance. So she came to my house and she danced for me, right? And she, <laughs> Upon was, your and request? she was good. Well, I wasn't going to take her there otherwise because right. I'm not going to embarrass myself. What if she dances? Who, it was, you know, it was purely horrible. for because you didn't want to embarrass purely, himself. Yes, exactly. I had no other interest in it. You did no, not have sex I had already hung out. I had already hung her. out with her. Okay. No, it wasn't about that. Hung, hung, out. Really, hung, hung out. out. Air quotes. We're doing I just quotes. really wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to bring her in. And, and your she reputation would have been damaged? Sullied. Yeah. Do you recommend a lot of strippers? <laughs> I was going to say, how often does this Not happen? Not anymore, but in those, there was, was there a time. Was there one girl who got up and she was real? No, there was a time a when stinker. girls would ask me, because like, 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 if they needed money, like to introduce them to people in the business. And I would take them to friends because I knew they'd be safe. Because mm -hmm. if I brought them in, my friends in the club would protect them and they'd make sure that they were okay. Right. And I felt good about that. If yeah. a girl wants to do that, at least let her be safe, right? Mm -hmm. So I would take them in. So... When she danced so good, it made me realize that probably every girl can dance. <laughs> yeah, girls don't need to do much. I mean... They can probably just do it because she yeah. just was a Usually natural. It's just a rhythm. So I got her a job and she worked for three weeks and she made a ton of money and then she quit. That sounds... Three weeks, you know what? Wow. You know what? If I... If it wasn't New York, it was a random town that I'd never been in. It was guaranteed that no one would recognize me or know me. I would absolutely... You By myself, it, right? I wouldn't want anybody in the room or the vicinity to even know that I did it. I would mm -hmm. absolutely do it. I just want to know what it feels like. That's what I'm saying. I think it's it's a fantasy that a lot of women would like to experience. I would think it would turn me on a lot. Power. It's fucking amazing yeah. power to walk into a room like that and have everybody like they can't wait to throw money at you. Mm -hmm. And guys are such jerks. Let me say this: guys are such. No. If you ask any guy what they hate the most, guys hate to be teased. Every guy will say, that's, oh, I fucking hate club, to though. be teased. But that, you're paying to be teased. Yeah. 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 You know you're going home alone. Yeah. You know, I was with she a guy one She don't love night, you, Don. What? Right? People, who spent so $21,000. And there were guys who have spent more. Oh, this guy spent $21,000 in one night. What did one he night. do for a living? Wall Street guy. Oh, of course. What did he get a for that much money? Zero. He, I left with the guy. He left with nobody. He went to well, his office and called some cheap hookers. <laughs> I didn't do shit for this guy. He he called some cheap hookers to come over to his office. These girls were so horrible. It's the only time I ever took money from a guy. I gave the girl money and I said, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> and I left. I shook her hand. I'm like, you're a wonderful person. Let me just give you this money. Because this guy gave me money. And it was like hundreds of dollars. To give to you? To give or to, to the give girl. To the stripper. He, he, I guess he expected that I was going to be with her. I'm like, this oh, not happening. Oh, that was nice. So I just like gave a her the money. Bot, a cable guy. I'll, I got it this time. You get it the next girl, time. The girl was frightening looking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why? Why was she frightening looking? She That's just funny. wasn't. She wasn't good looking. But of course, who do you expect to get at four in the morning or five in the morning? Uh, you only get was. Bertha at five in the morning. Yeah, it was, on it a was ridiculous. It was it was ridiculous. So, but he he was okay with it. But the, I, I'm thinking, what a schmuck! He spends twenty one thousand dollars and goes home alone. Huh? What did he get for that $21,000 at the club? A lap, lap dances? Yeah, he had five girls at a time, five or six girls lined up dancing constantly for hours. So at wow. $20 a dance, you have five or six That's girls cheap. dancing. That's like $120 a dance. Plus he was ordering all kinds of champagne. When they brought the bill, he didn't even seem that shocked. 
$21,000. Were they n- completely naked or in under? No, no, some, no, some strip a, clubs uh, are only topless and some are... Some are completely naked, but you can't have liquor in those. Yeah, bars. right. Only juice bars. There's something juice about bar. that. Yeah. yeah you gotta get your yeah, juice yeah, if yeah, you want to see the pussy. Mm. So what is it about the nipple that's so horrible? You guys would know. What is it about the nipple? <laughs> why is that? Why is that the most horrible part of the body that you can show the entire <clears> breast, <throat> but you can never oh, show the like nipple? Oh, like on Instagram. Because the nipple s- is such a horrible thing. Our, my nipple looks like your nipple, I'm sure. Uh, well, no, yours has got to be nicer than mine. <laughs> I'm You're sure. just saying that because I got and a tit probably, underneath and, the nipple. Yeah, it's probably a lot more <laughs> sensitive. Fat. But but I don't get it. I mean, there are certain parts of the body that you're not allowed to show anyone. Right. The penis, the nipple, the parts of the body that babies need. Yeah. You know, we make our children with that. Children feed there. Mm-hmm. They're so horrible. Never show anyone it's that part of It's offensive to see it. So what is that? I What's don't know. What's the reason know. for that? You could wear low cut. Well, girl, girls can wear low cut tops, show almost everything but the nipple. There's no such thing as low cut pants. It has to stem back to what you were talking about with the women that were goddesses. And then the church came along and wanted the people to do religion shit in the church. So they started shaming the women. Right. That women. just started. That just carried on. But why that one piece? It's like, what it's if it so was weird. the elbow? Yeah, it, like, it doesn't you know, make any sense. Is the nipple that horrible? But Corinne, it, is the nipple that horrible the, that the women, that people is, can't see? You know, it's interesting. This it is should a, not be that horrible. It's interesting right? timing that you brought that up because I, I posted a picture on my Facebook of a photo of me. It was like a throwback Thursday uh, from my college years when I was 19. And I noticed today I looked and I was like, oh, shit. That's a seat. You could totally see my nipple. And at first I was like, I I should take it down. That's why 200 people liked it. But then I was like, it's a fucking nipple. I don't give a shit. A little little color or just the shape. You could see the shape and and everything. I was like, review that. Yeah, zoom in, pinch it. Everybody, go to my Facebook. (laughs) Only one or both? Because I'm assuming. Just one, but I'm very conservative. I do have two nipples. I do. She was a side, like she was on a side pen. Yeah, but I'm very conservative with how much of my skin I I present because I don't. Like the reaction that I get, I don't like the attention. I, I yeah, don't me ever too. Like, um, <laughs> this whore. Um, so I've always been that way because I've always I just it, the attention creeps me out when but when was, I walk in with cleavage, mm-hmm. everybody stares nuts, at right? they go nuts. Yeah, Christina's like respect me for my thoughts, and I'm like, can I borrow your because tips? Because I don't need to be so respected sexy. for that. I'm, I'm doing fine. My no, thoughts look, are fine. There's something so sexy about Cleveland, but that's why totally. I feel sorry for women in the street. Men, men don't know what that's like to walk in the street and be besieged by women running up to them and wanting oh, to buy you a drink. Can I you. buy you dinner? Can I take you on a trip? Can I buy you a car? Oh, there yeah. are certain women Can that get offered everything in the world. I, I, I know girls in, who get cars bought in for In college, uh, this guy, he was gay. He knew he had a, a, a friend, a friend of the family who was straight. He was a financial stockbroker dude. And he was looking for a girlfriend to have, or a girl to have sex with him twice a month and he would pay for for her to live in any apartment she wanted basically. Oh I know, yeah. I know someone guy, who's in a situation like that right Facebook now. The guy Facebook messaged me and he was like hey I have this friend and he explained the situation and I was like no not if a girl did want to do that I wouldn't be like you're stupid but I would never like I just, I just yeah, that's I, why I don't like showing the cleavage because it's unearned attention. It calls attention to it, yeah, it, but, Why? Because they've always been there they're always here if I if I walk out with a tank top, every, every dude is going to look at me like I'm a steak. But you see, in a perfect world, you should sure be I'm able Brooklyn to walk vegan. So, <laughs> so and, a and tofu platter. <laughs> but you did, in a perfect world, a girl should be able to dress as sexy as she wants and be able to walk around. But it's because of that; it makes you 
keep everything inside. Yeah. Do your hands and feet get cold a lot, both of you? Uh, I'm always cold. Yeah, my feet You're always are, cold? Yeah. Okay. My feet get numb a lot cause, from coldness. Well, energetically, there's a reason for that. Oh, shit. W- women who get a lot of attention. Oh, boy. They <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with me, Jeff? Yeah, what's wrong with us, Jeffrey? No, no it's nothing wrong. It's very normal. <laughs> Beautiful women who get a lot of attention, like oh, the two hottest oh, girls yeah. in the game. No, the, two, I'm, the two hottest girls in the game. Yeah. Wow. Keep going. Um, According to Jeffrey Garnett and Louis J. Gomez. No, that's right. Yeah, and thank we you, know Louis what we're J. Gomez. About. The Puerto Rican rattlesnake. Exactly. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. So, oh, God. Uh, so the deal is that it's uncomfortable. You know, sometimes it's nice to get a compliment. Okay. Look, if it's a well-meaning compliment, you can take it well. Yeah. But but, but sometimes when you get unwanted compliments, it feels like an invasion. It's mm-hmm. an invasion Absolutely. of privacy. People invade your space. Mm-hmm. They're checking you out, and so to protect yourself, you keep your energy near your heart. Yeah. In order to understand that, you have to understand energy and believe in that. I do believe in that and understand that, and I've worked with people on that. When thing. you perform, you're putting out energy. When mm-hmm. you're on a comedy stage, the energy of sure. the audience is affecting you. Everything's about energy. Yeah. When you, if you've ever been upset and someone hugged you and you feel better afterwards, it's because you allowed them to transfer positive energy to you. That's the essence of healing. Yeah. Everybody can do it. You know, I was given this gift how? when I was a child. Tell me. Wait. How, wait. Really? Are you wait, like, how do you someone psychic? give you this gift? Are you psychic? No, no, oh, it's a gift it. of okay. touch. When when I was only seven or eight years old, I already knew that I could take away certain pain with my hands. That's amazing. But I want to finish that thought. So when women are walking in the street, they're getting all this attention, un, uh, unwanted attention. Mm-hmm. It gives them not only cold hands and feet, but physical body pain. Many women get headaches, back pain, neck pain, oh, shoulder pain. Oh, a lot that's of where that's from. physical body pain from internalizing stress. Mm, that was a specialty well, yeah. of mine when I was in practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, a lot of women, women are gifted with a sensitivity that feels like a burden instead of a strength because our society tells women that they're too sensitive. Oh, yeah. Or that we're crazy. Okay. Yeah. And that's Love total that. bullshit. And part of women's empowerment. Well, I'm trying. That's why I'm so grateful (laughs) to be on this show. Because I have a lot of shit to say about this. Yeah, this this is great. Because there's a dynamic that doesn't get talked about. It's the thing like men have to make believe that they don't know shit, and women have to make believe that they don't know shit. But it's time that people said stuff, you know. So, so. I, I lost my train of thought. I confused myself. Well, you were saying that women who walk down the street and get unwanted attention, they channel it inward and they, they get cold hands and feet and headaches and stuff. And that's that because of stress. We internalize most, stress. Most stress-related patients are women. And there's a reason for that. Because women, as I said, are gifted with a sensitivity that is often overwhelming to them. They feel things very deeply, which is oh, why they're very yeah. caring. You need to do that yeah. if you're a, a mother or whatever. You can't be some, some cold bitch, you know. You want <laughs> right. to be. I mean, you could. You but could, it's not but work it's out not. Well. But it's nicer if you're a caring, warm individual. Yeah, because you feel the love of you that. feel no things to so self. Yeah. <laughs> when you're willing to <laughs> learn feel things, how to care, <laughs> you you internalize them. When you're willing to feel things, you internalize them, and you keep that inside of you. Mm-hmm. And if your energy isn't balanced, it can cause stress. So your energy gets trapped in certain areas. So a lot of women have physical body pain and headaches, especially headache, uh, excuse me, headaches because of stress. Mm. And a lot of the stress is because guys are always trying to fuck them. Wow. I wow. have migraines and now I think I know why. Do you really have migraines? Oh, yeah. How, so I actually, how would one Didn't I work on you once to take away your headache? Yeah, you actually, I think you did. And I also, I mean, I just started eating red, red meat once a week, a week. That was like a doctor's recommendation. And that helped a lot, too. Headaches are a specialty of mine. A lot of times they're musculoskeletal, um, which means that your muscles 
spasm up. Have you ever had a, a cramp in your calf? Sure. Yes, I've had. Yeah. So you know how painful that is. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Well, if you could picture that happening in your head, uh. that's why you get bad headaches because when muscles tighten up. They clamp down on the blood vessels and the nerves that are inside of them. Mm-hmm. When it's in your leg, it's a fleshy muscle. It's obvious what's happening. When it's in your head, this feels like bone up here. Right. But it's really a thin layer of muscle. So you don't feel it when it cramps, but that's what causes the headache. It mm. closes down on the blood vessels in your head, and that's where you get that pounding. How do you get rid of it? Orgasms. Oh, yeah, that's true. Stephen and well, I do. Have, every time I have a, have a headache, Stephen goes, you want to fuck her? But I'll tell and you something works. interesting. You're, you're absolutely Hay, right, though. Louis, I wasn't joking when I said it. That's one way. Louise Hay wrote this great book, and I can't remember the title of it, but she's a, a wonderful healer and writes a lot about consciousness. And one of her uh, antidotes for headaches is orgasm mm-hmm. is coming. Mm-hmm. And that makes a lot of sense. Good lord! Well, it's the greatest, what about um? It's the my, greatest gift you could give someone. My neck and shoulders mm-hmm. are chronically always hurting, always, all the time. What does well, that mean? And, and that's the seat of memory. So your neck and shoulders, mm-hmm. it's a common place to hold stress. Mm-hmm. The left side of your body is your past. The right side is your present. Mm. Very often you could tell what's bothering someone by where their pain is. So if something oh. in your past is recurring, the left side of your body might hurt. Oh. You know, It's a lot uh, of left. But sometimes Shit. you're just internalizing a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'll do some energy for you. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. If I could get off the mic. This I'll just great. Wait, <laughs> so I, I saw you yeah. have a room. Yeah, Jeffrey has a room and in his lo- huge it, apartment. It looks like a... If Woody Allen had Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, and <laughs> a lot a of shit, room. and like a lot of like pictures with like Sarah Silverman and Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> <laughs> so what is what do you use that for? That do it's a healing room. I used to have a, a, a healing office, and it was in a physician's office. It's a it's kind of uh, I developed a technique when I was just a child, as I was saying, I was seven or eight years old, which is very weird. No one taught me this. I already I was already practicing my touch on myself. I remember very clearly. That it was very important to have a, a very light touch. I mean, that sounds and like I would take away. I know it's not, but <laughs> no, I would take <laughs> so away. So I was pain. stroking my uh, organ. I, right, I was <laughs> taking. I would take away pain from myself and my little sister. And then when I became a teenager and I started going out with girls, a lot of girls get pain when they get their period, mm. and I knew how to take it away. And I called it Jeffrey's famous stomach operation. <laughs> it's so silly. It's actually on my website. But I, I would use my finger and I would. Go down like I was making an incision. I was doing psychic surgery. I've had psychic and I surgery. I would take out the bad stuff and I'd throw it away and I'd put in good stuff. Many years later, I went to see a healer working. Her name was Alana Rubenfeld. And she was doing a process on uh, a girl on a table. And when she got down to her feet, she did this throwing away motion. Yes. You go, you, it's like you're flicking water. Yeah, off exactly. You. Yeah. And I went over to her mm-hmm. after and I said, I know this is going to sound dumb, but were you throwing away the bad stuff? That's the only way I could describe it. It looks and she like goes, it's exactly. What, yeah. That's what I was doing. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been doing that since I'm a kid how do you how do you do I've had psychic surgery and I never mm-hmm. talk about it because I know everyone's gonna fucking roll their eyes and what I don't care if you believe in it or it not doesn't matter I'm not people, trying yeah. to convince if, you if so I don't want to it yeah. so that's why I don't talk about it but uh I had a a, a lump removed from my breast mm-hmm. through that and it was just really tiny but it was he did this the guy did this mm-hmm. and he and he and he he had I had a bunch of shit, but he would do this and then he would he would flick his hand like that. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to get water off of it. And you felt like the body part he was working on went numb. And he, but he didn't touch you. He never touched me. Mm-hmm. And Where was, was this? Is this in, in Los City? Angeles? Oh, in Los Angeles. The guy used to work for it's NASA. And then he became a, a, a 
psychics. He he does psychic surgery. He's but he's psychic too. Mm-hmm. Like he has that in him too. So he'll be like, by that. the way, you're gonna have two kids. And oh, really? blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I don't really wanna know. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I don't have to be any a surprise. But I'll tell you a story related to that that I don't usually tell, but it's pertinent to that. An ex girlfriend of mine called me and she told me that she was going in for surgery. I hadn't spoken to her for a while, but we were together for like five years a long time ago. And we maintained a closeness. And she told me that she was going in for breast surgery the next morning. Mm-hmm. They found a lump in her breast. And I said to her, I'm coming out to see you. She was in Queens. And I'm like, it was Sunday night. And I said, I'm coming out to see you. And I went out and I did healing work on her. And all healing comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. So you have to be open. You have, you have to allow your hands to be open to, you know, with your heart. Do you have to, to focus heart. before you do that? Or is that natural? T- like you don't even have to get in the zone, so no, to speak. No, I'm there. Yeah. I'm just there. So... In any case, the next morning, she called me in tears and she said she went to the hospital and there was no lump. And they mm-hmm. sent her to two two different radiologists. She was scheduled for surgery that morning. Mm-hmm. Two radiologists. They'd they had obviously they took a scan before because they knew the lump was there. She had it in paper. I mean, yeah, I mean, she was scheduled mm-hmm. for surgery. You don't just walk in. They schedule ahead of time mm-hmm. on the basis of what they found. Right. And she said it was gone and yeah. nobody could find it. And she was in tears. And I had no idea the craziest that that could shit. happen. It didn't come from me. You can't you ever sh- think that it comes from you. You're a channel for universal healing. Oh, right. You're it's, saying it's, for the ego a, purposes. Yeah, like you, you don't want to be like, I healed her. You. Yeah, exactly. Well, then you're walking around like Jesus Christ. Because there's no humility yeah. in that. You have to realize that you're a channel for this healing power yeah. that comes down you're from wherever. But a vessel. Well, yeah, he, the and guy, you never know what it'll do. It's so, it's so weird because that was my first experience. I was probably, how old was I? 22, 23 when this happened. And uh, it was the weirdest thing I had ever experienced in my entire life. My mom went with me and saw this guy too. And she had um, <clears throat> scar tissue because she's had a billion surgeries. And her scar tissue would hurt because it was really hard. And he would he would do do the hand motions the same as he did with me. And it her scar tissue went away. It became soft tissue and it didn't hurt her. It was, was he in one Brazilian day, by any chance? He was Russian. Russian. Yeah, a lot of... Hmm. Most of them are not American. Yeah, there's a lot of healers in Brazil. I know people who have studied with shamans there. So you can learn it. They can actually. Well, my my personal feeling is that every single person has the capacity to some degree. I agree, but they block it or they don't. They block it, but some people are really given gifts. I don't think everybody can do that. I've heard of people where they they dip their hand like it's like their hand goes through your skin and they take out globs of cancer and they throw it in a bucket. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I know people who went to Brazil. John of God does that. But let me ask you a question. And well, it's not a question. It's a statement of why your show is so important. There's a reason why so many people get cancer in the breast, in the cervix, mm-hmm. in the prostate, all sexual areas. Uh huh. And I really believe that comes from holding in shame your whole life. I agree. Yeah. If, if you look at parts of your body with shame, you don't allow your energy to flow to those parts of your body. Mm-hmm. All you right. Know? Cancer free, baby. I'm telling and, you, and though, this yeah. shit is I the, the guy, the guy that we had seen in, in Los Angeles who removed the tumor. And like, yeah. it was, it did was you so... fly out specifically to go to this person? Yeah. Well, when we saw that person who texted me, his sister, too. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but he, uh, he taught me something like a technique of just like meditation and kind of getting in the zone because my brain is going 5,000 miles a minute at all times. Uh, I'm just uh-huh. always 
I can imagine, like if I see a construction site and I'm just walking past it in two seconds, I will envision in my head something accidentally falling from the construction site and, and paling this woman in the neck and then she's dying and then a dog gets like I just I'm my, that my imagination all the time yes right? and it only and it happens in the span of two seconds like it's mm-hmm. weird um not to the point where it interrupts my life but it's I have a lot of thoughts going on so clearing that per- intentionally really helps but I can make I can lay in my bed and think certain thoughts and I can make my feet go numb Really? I can make certain parts of my body, body go, go numb. numb. Yeah, it's weird. I never told anybody that actually. Well, that's so I never know if they. If you're not into it, then you're gonna go what? So you can tell who you can tell certain things to yeah. and who you can't. I don't share this shit that I'm telling you with everybody. It's not the kind of conversation you could have with most people. I well, agree. I mean, but some other people are gonna hear it too. But when yeah. you, yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> well, good. I, 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 I deal with it. And, 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 and it'll resonate with some people. Yeah, no, they'll, absolutely. They'll totally get it, and they'll be like, "Wow, that's cool that you're talking about that." Yeah. And other people will be like, "What the fuck is well, that about?" But here's the everyday example, though. To, you know, you meet people and you don't like them. But for no reason, you don't, it's their, it's their well, that's energy. energy. It's energy. That's, that, that's you it. Feel, people, but there are some people that I love being around. Mm-hmm. They're not particularly kind or funny. Or, I just love being you around just, them. I'm, ma- I'm, I'm attracted to them, their energy. And it's, it's weird, but that's an everyday example. You may have known example. them in a previous life. If you're open to that concept. Oh, I have oh, yeah. gotten told. Absolutely. The, the person, the, the, the well-known famous person that I, that I banged. Right. Uh, who maybe one day will do the podcast. Hopefully he will. Um, I I was told in Los Angeles on one of the psychic killers oh, I right, saw right. that uh, she goes, well, this is very interesting. And I go, what? And uh, he, she goes, in a past life, you were giving, you had his baby. You were giving birth. You were in the hospital mm. and he had a heart attack while you were giving birth and he died. But you guys were together and you had a child together. And I was wow. like, what? And, and it, you know what? It's weird, but it kind of. I was obsessed with this dude, like in a weird way, and I didn't mm-hmm. really understand why there wasn't yeah. a reason why there were some reasons because he was famous at the time, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What?" But it wasn't like that. It wasn't a um, least part of that. He's even more famous now. I know, yeah. <laughs> but there was something else. It was something different. I couldn't. Just I a was. Connection to I just somebody. wanted to be in his presence all the time. Well, Absolutely. I'm very open to that. When I tell you the story that I got this thing when I was seven or eight years old, no one taught it to me. So where does that yeah, come how did from? You discover sometimes it? it's a ca- sometimes it's a carryover from a pre previous life. Yeah. And I've been told by people, I have a very strong connection to ancient Egypt. And there were many healers there. And I've been told mm. that that's where it comes from, Atlantis and then ancient Egypt. So to some people, you sound like a maniac if you yeah. say that. And then but I'm open to the concept. Uh, you know what it is? How can it diminish you to be open to it? You don't have to yeah. say whether it's true or not. It's arrogant to say that you know that it's not oh, true. When people say God isn't real or yeah, it's like fucking it's arrogant. Like, How the fuck do you know? know. I mean, How do you yeah. know? You so, don't know. It, so it's Shut better up. to believe that there is one than there isn't. That's why the ego ruins most things. Well, I mean, <laughs> exactly. yeah, I was going to say, I was like, this the, the, this concept that we're discussing with the healing is n- is no more or less believable than most aspects Anything. of most major religions. And it's, but it's also been so, around for uh, Yeah, and it, yeah. Forever, laying on of hands. Jesus supposedly did it and yeah. the whole the interest i always found out when i learned the concept of like a new soul and an old soul mm-hmm. I, the, the this person that i'd seen was like you're a very old soul and she mm-hmm. explained to me like the newer souls are just kind of like really immature petty like you can kind yeah, of tell exactly. and then All i developed the that sense mm-hmm. and you can tell who is an old soul and a new you soul. can <laughs> 
you recognize each other. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like you can be in a whole crowded room of many, many people and you'll find you'll only talk to one person and that one person is oh, someone that you oh, needed oh, to know. Weird. That oh. you needed to know and yes. you'll be sharing something so interesting <laughs> and you'll be, that's how the universe works. That it's crazy. When you raise your level of consciousness to a high enough level, you only meet the people that you're supposed to know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm notorious. I, 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 I hate, really hate situations with a lot of people. I love one-on-one. Like I even, I went all the way to Israel <laughs> and then I, I met all these people and the whole trip I just spent talking to one girl. I just found, because for me, it's a, a lot more fulfilling to meet one person mm-hmm. and get to know a lot about them and maybe actually Dive make in. one friend that you keep right. then, then kind of know of a little superficial. bit about it. Yeah, oh, the worst is like that's, bullshit talk. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah, exactly. even if I'm that's, waiting to go on stage, oh, it's just like, I don't, I let's hate, connect. Yeah. If we're going to talk, I want to fucking talk. Exactly. Tell me that's about your mom. That's why this is so cool because <laughs> I hate superficial bullshit talk you oh, see yeah. people in the street how many ways can you say how you doing what's up how's it going how you feeling yeah. how you, you know it's like Ugh, fuck who cares the word. I just don't and everyone's gonna lie anyway just it's like, meaningless it's it. fucking meaningless so it's depressing. I, I love speaking to somebody who has something to say mm-hmm. so sometimes I'll get into a conversation like this in a very crowded room and it'll amaze me because I'll be like I'll find that one person in the room they're, they're just like They'll sit down next to me or something like that. Yeah. And they're amazed. And I'm like, well, I'm not, though. I understand how it works. Yeah. It's like a magnet. You gravitate to that. People pick up on it. You know, animals use their intuition and their energy. It's natural for them. Yeah. But we're, we're taught, and women especially are taught, not to not to trust your first opinion. Give people yep. the benefit of the doubt. Your parents tell you, your school tells you, Women's intuition is very strong. You. Oh, I always and trust And usually my you first trust, your first impression instinct. is usually the right one. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you give the wrong people the benefit of the doubt and they I wind up in trouble. That. Well, that's yeah. why I don't trust my gut. Because a lot of times I believe the best in everybody mm-hmm. all the time. It doesn't even matter. I just, I, even if you're a horrible person, I'm like, well, there's a reason why. <laughs> but then at the end, I'm like, hey, you're so mean. I hate you. You know, <laughs> I'm like the opposite. You know I how it's like you're innocent too. until proven guilty. Yeah. Like for people for me are shitty until Proof. proven good. Yeah, oh, really? That's well, how that's I reverse. I wish I could be that way sometimes. I'm too <laughs> so trusting So do I because way. I get walked all over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Pe- people take kindness for weakness. Yeah. And one of the important things. For oh, women, I know. They really do. They really do. take kindness and for you, weakness. Yeah. And if you're nice to somebody. And then if you finally lose your temper they're so they're like, shocked they can't handle problem? it yeah because you never oh, act like that story so they of my freak life out. They when i totally freak out when right. it ever comes to a time where i ever have to freak out on somebody and i yeah. do get there have been the, times where i've really gotten angry because i they're shattered know. right they can't handle they well, can't take like, it they accuse me of being like crazy or like me yeah and exactly sometimes i have been because I, I do have a temper but but it when, builds up when i'm honest yeah. with somebody and and after not being like honest about how I feel like when I've built up a negative opinion about them and I express it, they're always like, you're, ugh. and they just, they hate me. And then we never talk again. That's usually how it works. That's what happens when people get an, an, a sense of you, an idea of you, they expect you to be that person. So I'm mild mannered most of the time. I have a very, very bad temper mild, too, yeah. but I don't allow it to come out. But when it does come out, it's frightening to people. Oh, it's really scary. Yeah, wait, how do you I not just allow explode? it to come out? Cause me I too. try to stay centered. You're very zen. We're yeah, very similar. Like, well, I have anxiety. I don't yeah, think you no, have anxiety. No, but no. Well, I've had. I mean, I guess that's why I stuttered so badly. I went through a lot of things in my life. I overcame a lot of obstacles. Like what? What else other than the stuttering and the not fitting well, in? Well, divorce, stuff like that. I mean, things that are uncomfortable in life. You mm-hmm. come across things that you go through that you don't expect to go through. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have to handle it because the only alternative is to crumble. Yeah, you so got to deal. You have to come out the other side and make yourself stronger. 
and 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 it's helped me deal with other things and it's helped me guide other people through them i often wondered why i had to go through so many uncomfortable things people you know in this business too everybody's mm-hmm. got a promise you know someone once said uh, someone broke into the william morris office over the weekend and stole a million promises ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny you know and and so it's like Everybody's promising you all kinds of shit. Of course. It doesn't work out. It's such a hard business to be in. Well, you You're always putting up. yourself out for approval. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, approval. And you mm-hmm. get instant gratification when you're on stage. You, you, yes, you do. Yeah. Of course you do. And But, you know, sometimes you don't get the support from your peers that you think. Who was it who wrote mm-hmm. that recently about uh, how come people don't just say good set when you come off stage? Not every Somebody very famous. Oh, mm-hmm. really? I responded to it. He tweeted it. Like, how come not everybody supports each other and says, how hard is it to say, hey, good set. You did yeah. good, right? But a lot of people don't want to give that up. I say that, that to people up. all the time. I, me too. I mean, but you're it's not natural. if it was a good set. Yeah, I don't yes, say if it, it was if good. it wasn't. No, if it wasn't no, bad, you're doing them a disservice. No, but I'm, yes, of yeah. course. But and if we it was understand good. that. But if it was good, some people don't want to give that up. Well, that's just their insecurity. That's so, what I think. They don't want to admit that the other person's good because they feel threatened that the other person... But it's yes. like someone else's success does not... Have, it has nothing to do with your success. Not at all. There's but an abundance the in the universe. that everybody has. It's like, well, it's the jealousy thing. It's like, well, they it's, got it Conan. It goes back to that. Why yeah. the fuck didn't I get Conan? I gotta get Conan. Like, and you're jealous, but it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Did they get Conan or not? If you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. You're gonna, yes, you know? yeah. exactly. And you're I've also heard that that most people, if you, if you did a really good job no one will say anything to you like that really that's the thing they like they're like oh, you know you did a great set so no, no one, one compliments well that's interesting because i've had had really good sets and then no one said anything because yeah, they're like, mad why but oh, that's so silly they're mad about it yeah but i bet it makes you feel weird because it makes you so then you are then you, if you're weak people, you would question yourself well then i listen back i'm like no that was a good set <laughs> sensitive people always doubt themselves we need to be mm-hmm. reaffirmed yeah part of being creative and sensitive is that you're an artist and you're never satisfied with what you do you right. always want to do Better. Can be doing the better. essence of an artist is that you always want to improve. You're oh, not yeah. satisfied with what you've done. So if people don't give you that positive feedback, you tend to doubt yourself. You're mm-hmm. Like maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. Right. And you know, so it's important for people to say stuff like that. But a lot of people are just jerks. Yeah. They, they don't have <laughs> good personalities. And I think the the thing that I've learned as I've gotten older is to be really kind to jerks, because it it kind of de it takes their walls down a little bit. Most times people they are don't jerks expect because, they, yeah. because people have been jerks to them. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So it's just like a defense. It's like, well, I'm going to be a jerk so you can't be a jerk to me first. Right. And there's, But there's always, no matter how horrible a person is, there's always a reason why. Because babies are not born awful. Exactly. You learn exactly. to be a piece you of learn, shit. Yeah, right. And some people work really hard That's at That's why it, I love being be around babies. Shit. I just have a nephew. I'm going to go see him tonight. And he's Aren't a, he they was, fun? He was born like five days ago or something. Oh, like, that's amazing. And... Yeah. I you just speaking of energy you it, this baby is the purest thing the I've ever seen in my life perfection. well unless He's he has that perfect. serial killer brain that I saw at the oh. bodies exhibit oh, I always thought uh, <laughs> I really <laughs> hope that's not happening I'm gonna go with no <laughs> yeah, right. does he like wah, pick up wah. knives at five days old or something or? I always thought that babies are born with all the knowledge in the world but they forget it by the time they learn to speak well there are kids there are a lot of stories of kids talking about past lives when they're toddlers to their parents there's like a blog of like creepy shit my oh, kids that's say so interesting. Yeah. and, yeah, and yeah, they'll yeah, say exactly. Three year old was oh, like, a lot of stories my like other that. mommy drowned me, and the mom's right. like, "What the fuck?" Right? They remember stuff but from before children, they were born. Yeah, well, children mm-hmm. can see things that other uh, adults can't because they 
they've had it society and life weigh down on them so much that they put up blocks and you can't you know children and animals it yeah. reminds me of something i haven't thought of in years when i was a teenager i used to like to go to the hospital and look at the newborn babies you just get a sense of renewal i don't it, know it's amazing it's what boy likes that i mean it was crazy i i really liked as a teenager i don't even know how hospitals would let me yeah in. i was gonna say what yeah, hospital how hospitals you? just let you in were you, was your hair the, the way it is now when you were a teenager please i, I, I no my hair was always different yeah i remember even as <laughs> a kid what's the reasoning behind your hair kid <laughs> I look because most men wear their hair like they're embarrassed for having any. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not. It's, it's almost like an apology. Like I'm sorry I have hair. Yeah. And I'll try and wear it in a way you don't notice. And if you guys are listening right now, you have to Google Jeffrey Gurian. Uh, it's G U R I A N yes. uh, because you need to know what he looks like to understand his <laughs> essence. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very important. It, it is very something. Important. Just some, hair is uh, an identity. When it's you a go form in, of expression. When too. you go into the army, the first thing they do is they shave off all your hair. Because if everyone was naked and had no hair, you wouldn't know what anybody was like. Mm-hmm. Everybody would be exactly the same. So your hair represents your identity. And oh, I thought you we said it was tell, the hygiene thing. Well, that too. <laughs> but, but you could tell. You see some guys with like flat, just like buzz very cut. rigid hair. No, a buzz cut is very popular these days. A lot of guys just shave their heads. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot sons. of courage to do that. You know, oh, that one friend we were talking about who has two barbers. Two bar- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he gives but a shit about people, his hair. Look at Reggie Watts, man. Fucking. Oh, I love Reggie. Huge. Yeah. I mean, is you know, there are some people who just let their hair grow because it's an expression. You know, yeah. it's like let your freak flag fly. Absolutely. Right. Just do it. And for me, it's fun. That's part of who I am. Everybody develops a persona. Mm-hmm. From the time I was a kid, I just dug hair. I used to be like one of those. Crazy kids that I, every car window, I'd be looking in to check out my hair. When I walked down the street, I would get like a neck cramp because I was always checking out my hair. And it was like, you know, That's it was just amazing. something that I liked. Uh, scarves. I love scarves. So I wear four at a time sometimes. That's my max. You know, I've only I, I haven't figured out a way to wear more than four scarves. But I would if I could. I mean, all around you the neck. Put them around you your like wrist. Them you on your wrist. No, just yeah. the, well, one's on my coat, one's on my jacket, mm. one's for warmth. One yeah. is like, you know, then one's I just. For show. Now I started wearing two at the same, like right on top of each okay. other and twisting them together. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kind of do shit. I just, you know. You just don't what I do. You do what you want to do. do, That's what I do. Well, everybody should operate off of what they want to do, like and their their instincts and expressing themselves purely as they, however they want to. It's part of creating happiness. Mm -hmm. Clothing, your look should should not only make you happy; it should make other people happy when they see you. Mm -hmm. You wear clothes that make it like. You saw, or they make the people you want to make happy happy. Like I have balloons all over all the time. I, I always have balloons. I have balloons in my car. I used to have balloons in my car, but they're the just cops on the floor. Me do you, you blow can't. them up? Do you like buy of a course. bag? Yeah, and I buy a you... bag and I blow them up, and then they get tiny. And then see on my stove, I have balloon oh, soup. Have... <laughs> I make balloon soup in case anyone wants a snack. You never know when people are in the wow. mood for balloons. I, I, because you never see balloons at a funeral, right? You only see balloons. Well, I mean, at happy and... times. Yeah. At, a, at happy yeah. times, balloons Carnivals, signify happiness. Birthdays, babies, and, and being girls born. just want to have fun, right? <laughs> oh, that's my life motto. Yeah, All girls I just want to play. I go they throughout my life fun. making sure that whatever I'm doing, I'm at least trying to make it fun for fun. Yeah, even if it's like, oh, we're on a bus trip for eight hours, I'm going to make this fun for you and fun for me as a result. Exactly. <laughs> you it have has to. to be fun. If it's not fun. We don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, Wouldn't you agree? I absolutely. That's a agree. motto that I live by. I want to go back to sex. Go and ahead. What's 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 going on with you these days? 
How much do you, you get it? Get it in? Things are good. On? Yeah. yeah. Do you get it in? I, I'm working it. I don't know. I'm You're so. It. I respect you so much, and I don't want to say. Who you fucking anybody right? Now? Like I can't say that to you because that that makes it sound it weird. It doesn't yeah, feel it right. It wouldn't be the kind of question are, are that I would courting? answer that way. Let me say are you that. No, that's I don't so know. Funny. I'm trying to think. I'll a tell word you why I never speak that's very about Jeffrey. it. <laughs> when a woman shares herself with you, mm-hmm. to me that's a great gift. Wish more people thought that. But I, but no, but I truly think that. So I would never discuss it because it diminishes it. Mm-hmm. I have an eye for for beauty i appreciate it it's like going to an art museum i have a very strong i'm very in touch with my feminine side i think hopefully that makes women comfortable i really appreciate them as people yeah i don't i try not to objectify them even though i enjoy being with them in every sense yeah well that's not objective but i don't like to yeah i mean if you're not gay you want to be with women right and and if you're not gay (laughs) and you see see an attractive woman (laughs) It would be abnormal not to want to be with but her. But do you, um, I guess my question, like, do you, are you dating or do you casually sleep with people? I don't know about casually. It always means something. Yeah. yeah well, I, I feel like, like yeah. Not a, yeah, I feel like, casual. Always, I'm not I feel like sp- sex with I'm, you I'm is not, an event. It's not like sport fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I want to right, right. be like, you know, yeah. I want to, I want people to feel Have really good when they leave. Yeah. Do you ever, um, like, when you're, when you're with a woman, uh, give her a heads up of this is how serious you take this? Like you really want this to be? They know by the time okay. they're here with me, they already get it because yeah. otherwise it's not. They're already like, on board. Yeah, and and you know, look, strange thing. You know, I was leaving a club about a week ago. What kind of club? A comedy club? No, a club? regular club. I go to parties. Oh, nightlife scene. Right, you are the nightlife scene. I'm I'm around. I get. I got tired I, of that after I two go to years. A lot of man. I've been on it for so many. I just it's normal it's, for me. I get invited to shit, so I went, and I'm on my way out. And there's this really beautiful girl at the door, and she's just like, let's go. And I'm wow. like, I'm on. Did she know? Well, That's amazing. <laughs> Did she know who you were? I doubt it. So we walk into my car, and, um, and, and, and I notice that she's not walking that steady. And, um, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm hoping it's her heels. But right. It, but then we get to my house, and she said, can I have a drink? And then... Um, I realized that she had too much to drink. Mm. And so I took her home mm-hmm. and I made sure that she got but, gentleman, man. No, no, but let me tell you what happened. But it was so weird because you go through a lot of different thoughts as a guy. OK, there's a beautiful girl here. She's kind of vulnerable. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm driving her home. She fucking threw up all over. Uh, oh, l- luckily, shit. the outside of my car. Oh, and, and it was such nice a great lesson. I opened the window because she said, I'm going to throw up. And I thought to myself, you know, you did the right thing. You took her home. Otherwise, she would have thrown up on my white carpet. Oh, and, and I'm like, that would have been fucked. Yeah. It would have been so horrible. And it was because I made sure that she got home safe. I made sure she got in her building and mm-hmm. that she was Karma, cool. baby. And yeah. And, and it was like, it was amazing. I had to like get buckets of water from her doorman to fucking throw in my car. Oh, yeah. But at least it was the outside. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All over the car. Mm. The beautiful so, so, you know, I'm not sure what the point of that story was, but well, it's a karmic, well, that's it's a karmic thing. Yeah, well, that's... No, because that, I'm out. I meet a lot of people. You know, a lot of guys uh, <clears throat> might not have done what you did and would have slept with her. And then it, it always goes back to, we were talking a few episodes ago about victim blaming, mm-hmm. and they blame her for being too drunk. 
but it's like a, we're, we're it's a two-way we, i want people to be people present here. if i'm with them i want them to know they're there and yeah. i want them to be present for it and i want them to be accountable i want them to know th- they're there because they want to be yeah because that's the enjoyable part well, exactly. yeah, only exactly. because we're amped about because this we're, yeah because um, they want to be whether yeah. it's once or a long time it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you you know that per- it sounds weird to say but you come from your heart chakra, so you're you're projecting love to a person. So when you're with somebody, wait, are we talking about semen now? You said no. You said because you said you said you come from your heart chakra. Oh, Did you come you from mean, your like, oh, oh. cum come. No, that oh, okay. comes afterwards. Right. If you come from your heart chakra, you're I got really lost. coming. If you're emitting uh, you're really your energy. When you're coming from your heart okay. chakra. That's omitting. the essence Thank of it. You, it's yes. interesting that you said that. Every chakra has to be connected to your heart. I was being serious. So, so when you connect... <laughs> yeah, your, I do. Me too. So <laughs> when you connect your ecstasy chakra to your heart, you How come in a way... Anymore? You come in a way that changes you. It's like a light goes off inside of you. When a- you come tantrically... It changes Oh, that's you. the whole, do it and then, oh, stop and then oh yeah, going and ha- stopping. Have you had, yeah, tan- no, I, but I've had I, tantric sex before. Can women, yeah, Shane but, had that. Is that, yeah, but isn't that more the dude is getting the, well, he the woman to takes you. forever. Because you're not coming. So, yeah. I mean, if a girl, I've never well, you know gotten too. close and then stop. Well, actually, no, I have. No, it's so hard why. for so many women to come because it's about trust. A woman yeah. can't come unless she feels comfortable with and you. And the stress. that's the only time that a woman gives up her power. Mm-hmm. Is just before she's ready to come. Mm. That's the only time she gives up her and that's power. That's when you get them. <laughs> no, but, that's when but, you claw them in the face. That, well, handcuff them to the radiator. That's when you got to make them feel really comfortable. Because if you make true. them feel really comfortable, they'll let you take them there. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, that's won't you work. take me too? Yeah. Wow. That's how you I look probably like. have great sex. I think so. Is if you were, what's the worst sex you've ever had? Is did That's that like happen a weird, anytime? It's a weird question. I don't know. I I can't remember anything about it. Uh, I there don't was know never that, an incident. That I don't like, know Ugh, that it's, I remember that again. No, some people are not as experienced, but you know, I think uh, it's it's exciting for someone who wants to be taught. Yeah. Someone and someone who's open to learning about about energy and touch mm-hmm. and uh, the power that's behind that. Because mm-hmm. if you go through that with someone, it's really, it takes you to higher levels. Yeah. And it's much more fulfilling. Anybody can fuck. There's no, you know, I mean, that's how we're made. Right. There's no trick Tell to that. Tell me about it. <laughs> There's no trick to that. You know what I mean? It's taking it to the highest levels that you can How do, do you really... take it to a higher level? We're got to end on this because we've got to wrap up. But okay. how, how would you recommend that someone can experience sex in the moment better and take it to that high level that you were talking about? I want to know. Well, <laughs> there's a learning process. You can read about it. Because knowledge is power. Any recommended it books? It doesn't come. Anything about chakras, okay. uh, tantra, any books on tantra, which is, you know, opening up, uh, you know, experiencing, like um, raising your level of consciousness through your sexuality. Anything, any books on that at all, any knowledge that you get, open your heart. That's mm-hmm. all. Don't just be with people, just have sex. Be with them, enjoy them. And then when that happens, it's going to be much better. Yeah. You know? Is it about educating yourself on that the the chakras and then getting to a place where you're out like the all those little thoughts that you have throughout your day oh shit I didn't text my mom back or whatever <clears throat> their your brain is clear your mind is clear well, is that what it's about You're clearing your mind anyway at the moment that you're involved with someone hopefully you're not thinking yeah, about all the shit that you didn't do during us. the day yeah right so the idea is and to I, connect to your heart that. don't be with someone that you don't care for in some way 
Right. You know what I mean? It can't. Well, just yeah, be... we talk about that a lot because even though we're t- we're good with casual sex, casual sex doesn't mean you're just fucking anybody. Like a fuck buddy, like emphasis on the buddy. Right. You know, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, very buddies. a proponent of that. No, the that's buddies. cool. I w- I did a thing about that too about about friends. You know. That makes you better friends. Right. And, I, the, Some, and that's the school that I come from. But say, a lot of people a lot of like, girls want to say, yeah. Because they're not opening their mind right. to that. If, right. you're, if you're really, truly friends with someone, then that's something nice to share with them. Mm-hmm. To share it. And, and it's not to share weird it and, and intimacy. It's mm-hmm. not weird at all. Yeah. It brings you much closer. You really hug somebody and you feel it because mm-hmm. you know that you've been with them already and you look out for that person. Right. Yeah. And, and there is a sense of connectedness. But after you're not that. restrained by saying, oh, well, we're going out. I'm, I'm her boyfriend. She's my girlfriend friend or yep. whatever you could still feel jealous if you saw that person with somebody else you know i i don't know how to manage that because it's still feelings are involved yeah you still have feelings for the person but you're not locking them into a relationship like mm-hmm. you must be with me all the time i never ask people what they do when they're not with me it's none of my oh, fucking wow. business what they yes, do yeah, I, I don't ask like you. i just don't ask were and you I, always I like know. that or do you feel like that came with age I don't want to use age because then I'll feel old. <laughs> How old are you? It you're, came with maturity. You're, yeah, yeah. Well, it that's the thing. With, you're, it, you're, it came with maturity. And I mean, you are. No, it doesn't even kind of matter how old you are in years mm. because you're one of the youngest people I know Thank at you. heart. Thank yeah. you. But so it's like. I lost my train of thought. What were we saying? I got so. <laughs> well, how, do we, how, do, how do we? How do we get to the place? We were talking about how we get to the place where you could enjoy sex more and be more connected, and the heart chakras, and the oh, having sex with friends—it's a gift. It makes you closer. Yeah, yeah. I really believe that. I really do believe that that there's and and so many people are uncomfortable that I you know they're like you're just a perv. More like, guys I, I, are, I, look. So many comedians talk about that. There's no such thing as guys who want a girl as a friend. Mm-hmm. It's only girls they haven't fucked yet. Yeah, you know because very few guys are going to turn that down if there's an option. Girls are afraid of that for whatever reason. Well, Whether they think the guy's going to get hung up on them or he's going to want that all the time. It's also uh, girls get guys guys throw themselves at girls some, it's just a lot boring and, it, and it's and just annoying. And you have experiences that you kind of take with you that have happened that are negative and you kind of put a guard up a little bit and girls can it, it's almost it's not hard to get sex a lot of times when you're a woman. That's and that's not, something that I that I always think it's, about. It's an ego thing, but a we want to can look walk chase. in any place. Guys can look, can be handsome and amazing, and still go home alone. Mm-hmm. And most women, if they want to, they could go into a place and go home with somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's an amazing power to have. I I feel that power with women. Like I feel I love women. I love their power. I'm women in awe. Are I'm in awe of women's power. I and kind I think of am maybe too, that's why they feel one. comfortable with me. <laughs> Because I really respect that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me. Well, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Stephen is very like, he just is, that has that in all Stephen's your boyfriend, I yeah, assume, right? Yeah, okay. uh, See, that's so nice. Respects, you light up when you mention. Yeah. <laughs> he respects women in a whole new way of, that I've, that from anybody else that I've kind of dated. Which doesn't mean that and you can't be nasty during them. sex. You can still oh, have very hot sex. Oh, he can. But yeah, exactly. It's great. But yeah. But we have a trust, so it doesn't matter. Like, it's not even a thing. Right, exactly. You know? it, was, it takes a while till you can open up to but somebody. It's, yeah, and it, but it's so sexy when a guy just appreciates women. I Not in a... There's some guys that are like, I appreciate all women, yoga, yoga. <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah. don't... Can you... Take your hand off my tip, please. Um, <laughs> you know they they use that as like a cover up, but I it, it is a it's a sexy quality. So I imagine you're doing well with the ladies. I, I have no complaints. <laughs> Good. Any perfect. anything you want to? When I was a kid, I used to keep. I'll, I'll tell you, in my immature days, I used to keep. You were uh, immature. I used to keep a, a list from A to Z and cross off letters. 
Because I got them. If you oh, had it's the, sex. First name or last name? name. Uh, first name. First <laughs> okay. name. You know how it took me a while to get Z's. Q's Zelda? were a bitch. <laughs> Zoe and there weren't a lot of Z's around, but now it's. it's so better. did you were you having sex with that. people just to get cross a letter off your list? No, it was who actually who I met. Well, there was a time I think I was looking for like a Q or something like that, you know, because <laughs> no, I wanted to fill in the girl? alphabet. But that again, I wasn't evolved. I was like a kid. I was like yeah. a teenager. Well, 20, and your whatever, ego whatever. and your you yeah, know, of you, course, you develop of course. these ideas of so, what makes you better as a man. But, or yeah, whatever. but as you evolve, you start to detach from all that bullshit. Yeah. You know, and again, that's why I say that your show is so important because it's empowering to women to know it's cool to cop to wanting to have sex and to be there and to be present for it and not be embarrassed. Yeah. All the shit that you're taught, as long as a guy respects you and and, and makes it a comfortable experience for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Something that you can talk about after that you can keep with you and say, wow, that the that was great. That's where the healing comes from. It replaces all the bad sexual experiences that you've had. Mm-hmm. When you have something really positive like like that, and 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 a sexual healing experience like that, oh, it does wonders. That's how you replace because two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. So healing is like light inside of you, mm-hmm. and all that negative shit is like darkness. Mm-hmm. When you shine a light into the darkness, not only does the darkness disappear, but it becomes light. Mm-hmm. So your whole body is in, is light, and that's why they call it knowledge enlightenment. Yeah, and so. it's also probably why you could tell when some people have just had sex. They have yes, the they're glowing. Yeah, 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 they're glowing. But in a way, that's a you because just got laid, didn't you? well, there's a lot of things that happen because to your of, body. Endorphins. That's, endorphins. that's why endorphins. makeup. Like that's why I was watching this thing. That's why makeup is the way it is. Like what we wear, like eyeliner and rouge and things like that, because that makes your that makes a woman's face look the way it does after she's just. Or Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's yeah. what it's emulating. That flushed, and that's yeah. what we're attracted to naturally. And women have always wanted like red lipstick, yeah, to emphasize your lips. That's your fifth lipstick. chakra. That's a power chakra. I love red lips. It's well, yeah. all oral. And it's very oral. For so long, I feel like the the main thing with this podcast is for for a long time, sex has been viewed as something that's was being done to women. Yes, whether than it's something that they that gave something up. Yeah, and that men took well, something and, and from them. Of in and it. it should be something that you should get as much as you're giving. Exactly. Right. Some of the Women. backlash from that, though, is they 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 realize, oh, for all that time, men thought that sex was something they do to us. Well, I'm fucking taking that back. But I think sex at its most natural, amazing state is both people something to giving be and taking. Sharing. Yeah. It's exactly. Not, not That's one what it person is. is empowered. It's both. So women should yeah. never feel like they gave something away, and men should never feel like they took something from you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you why know? I hate lost, the taking you your lost, virginity. You're taking virginity. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, you didn't like, lose, honey. Everything's there. Everything's there. Yeah, it's fine. Such a, it's <laughs> yeah, we gotta get rid of that term. It's bad. It's it's such a, we call something else. There's so it, much pressure the, involved with just that. Just saying who to figure it. How do you figure out who to give that to? Yeah, like you lost something. It puts so much weight on membrane. Membrane. Yeah, and the whole like dads getting their daughters promised rings. I only did that once. I only did that once in my whole life to t- what gave a girl a promise ring <laughs> no to get to take our girl's virginity the mm-hmm. first time she was with me that was amazing it was unbelievable just to have that experience yeah um it's you know and i hope that she remembers it in a positive way too yeah you know that's it's, a, it's the kind of thing unforgettable yeah it's supposed to be the first time is supposed to be unforgettable mm-hmm. right no it wasn't for me but yeah. well, it, was it was it was okay it was we didn't know really no one knows what they're doing but the whole thing is it's about sharing and it's about women feeling good about themselves. And no, if God gives you gifts, you're supposed to use them. Mm-hmm. So you guys are gorgeous. So now you go out and use that. That's all. <laughs> I'm going to fuck the city. Doing. 
Yeah, so now it. we're going to do a podcast where we just talk. No one sees our face. No, was this on? Yeah, no, we just are wanted we, to we recording? Was this war- the warm up? We just wanted to talk. So now yeah. we're really going to get it. Now we're going to get so started. When you were fine. Well, you are no. such a fountain of information. I feel like we could go on and on. Uh, I love this. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, this is fun. You gave some great stuff. And really good stuff. Where, where can, can we, we find you? you? Oh, okay. Well, right here, actually. I'm right here in your next apartment. to you. I'm right here. We'll give your address uh, out. You can go to. Right here. You know what the fuck I mean. JeffreyGurian.com. J E F F R E Y. Not E R Y, because so many people are misspelling it lately. so mad about that. R E Y, yeah, fucking unbelievable. J F R E Y G U R I A N dot com or Comedy Matters TV dot com. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at Jeffrey Gurian, uh, Facebook, same thing. Yeah, very I, I haven't changed my name, He's Jeffrey around. Gurian. He's I'm around. around. I'm every place. I'm every place you look. You're look an up, interesting fellow, and you do pop up. up in the most unexpected places. Places, and every comedian, no matter what uh, level they are at in comedy, know you. And oh. I, I don't consider anyone a real comedian if they don't know who Jeff Gurian is. That's actually what someone said in your bit. I was watching. I looked at your Paul IMDb Prevenza. page, and you had a reel like, "Who the fuck is Jeffrey Gurian?" Mm-hmm. And so I, for, yeah, was it him? McCrawl said it. Oh Paul yeah, Provenza said it. Yeah. Bob Saget. Oh, Bob Saget was the one in that video that says, "If you don't know who Jeffrey Gurian is, you're not a fucking comedian." Oh yeah, that's right. And if anyone's ever watched the Kroll show jeffrey is too much too much tuna too much tuna and i was in the it's finale too show. with uh with amy poehler and katie perry and laura dern i was oh, in the finale awesome. of the second the blisterito sketch with seth Rogen. oh man it was amazing Dude, kroll was awesome. is my king oh, oh my nick kroll's amazing unbelievable oh, my unbelievable God. well thank you so much thank for you so sharing much. Their it was wisdom. my honor to be on with you guys it was so fun so fun. i'm sure i have a feeling it was not like your usual shows well this is the calmest i've <laughs> ever was, felt after an episode yeah. i feel i feel very Relax the whole episode. Yeah, this was great. We all just came. Yeah, you heal. You healed me with your words, Jeff. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, can you heal my shoulders? I definitely will as soon as we're finished. We're gonna do some healing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and comment and follow us on Twitter. S R Y about last N Y T. Oh, and I'm at Jeffrey at JeffreyGurian.com. Oh, that's your email address. If you want to email Jeffrey, subscribe. Subscribe to my Comedy Matters TV channel. Yes, please. Interviews with everybody. I mean, I used to work for Jeffrey so. Social media. I'll get this all. I'll get yeah, this all. We'll, we'll, we'll have it in the description. I'll do this. Up. Cool. 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 Excellent. All right. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. You're very Talk to you next I love week. you guys. Bye.